When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And g'day, behind the stool curtain, welcome to Steelers Touchdown Under. Um, today I'm your host of Maddie's Away, so my name is Mark Davison, and I'm joined by two, two fellow Australians that, that might be on, on, uh, on the circuit here in Australia very soon. We have Jeffrey Benedict up top, and down the bottom we have Tate. How's it going, fellas? What's going on? What's up, Mark? Doing good, Mark. Doing good. Hey, so this is like, I, I, I lost Maddie. Uh, Matt, Maddie's uh, he's got some family stuff going on, so you know he's a, he's away for a little bit. I'm thinking, how am I going to do the show? I'm going to do it by myself. Uh, what's you know? Do I try and find another strain around the, around the corner, go down the park, and um, throw the football around? And say, do you want to join the podcast? And I end up end up getting two Americans. So should I call it uh, Steelers Touch That Under, or should it be called something else, Jeff? What do you reckon? Steelers, uh, I don't know. It's international. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys like oh, it's it's, it's American podcast, it's American football. Um, so I don't know, like I'm the only Australian here. Normally it's me and Maddie, so we'll we'll see how uh, everything goes. And we've got you know the, the live chat's going crazy already. We got Jared Devil, uh, Ryan, Wayne, uh, Suchi. He might might be a new face there. Tracy, George, Dave, uh, KX, M, Scary, good vibe. So do you guys want to like? Uh, you know, well, you know what I'm going to start with? So, Maddie always puts me on the spot, and then I don't really have the answer for this. So, um, what's the big news? And we'll start with you, Jeff, and we'll go to Tate after. What's the big news of the week, Jeff, do you think that happened? 
the big news of the week. Since, uh, since the previous game, because yeah, obviously like, the, the, the Steelers beating the Bills was like the news, like them actually winning. Uh, for me, for me, the news of the week would be all the pundits, like everyone was like, no way the Steelers beat the Bills, right? And then every, everyone also thought the Ravens were going to beat the Raiders. The Raiders beat the Ravens, the Steelers beat the Bills, and now they're like, oh, yeah, everyone's like on the Steelers. And I'm like, I, I think it's inter- I think it's going to be a much closer game than people think because I think the Raiders are a better team. Even with their injuries, I think they'll play well. But the story of the game a week for me is all the all the experts just absolutely from being down on the Steelers to jumping on board with one game. That's my story of the week. Right. And for, for yourself, Tate, what, uh, what's, you know, blown you out of the park or what's really – made news in your camp this week well i mean i kind of i kind of uh, agree with agree with jeffrey that's the uh that's the biggest news of the week is just the shift with a lot of the pundits not all of them but some of them so you know i transition to say the biggest news of the week going into this game is the all the raiders injury and being without josh jacobs that's going to be a a big factor i think in their in their game plan well uh you, you stole mine that was mine. <laughs> that was that was dead set. Uh, you should have went first, Mark. <laughs> that was uh, dead set mine. I was thinking, what happened this week? And you know, because we do so many shows now, and and one thing I find really funny is, in it for us being on uh, Steelers touching under, we're so close to the next game that we really can't celebrate the big win. So if I can, if I can have like one little thought on what happened versus the Bills, is sucked in everyone. You're all you all went in the Bills camp. You went over there. You thought they were going to win. The Buffalo haven't won a Super Bowl out of four tries. They just kept getting, you know, replay tickets and never got another chance. It never happened. Um, that the Niagara Falls, I can hear it from here. And the Bills fans are still walking home. Like, what? What? That's like that was for me was one of the best wins, like in a long, a long time. Like uh, uh, maybe the Patriots win back in the uh, 2017, but that that to me that was all off season. Every single podcast, everyone's done, and, and take on your on your show too. And everyone was counting out the the Steelers fans, and we didn't show up in the first half. But I wasn't worried because there was no points. They didn't put points on. They only put on ten points. They didn't put on twenty one to twenty four points. The Steelers came out, field goal, field goal, and then got the TD, the the punt block, and here we are. We have a chance to win. And then you know, three minutes and thirty seconds to go. The, the Bills fans are walking home, going to their barbecue early. And they're a tough team. And I think people forget that. I know you guys, you blokes don't. But I think a lot of other fans forget that the Bills are a tough team. So, holy dooly. Um, what, was, what was the – I'm pretty – I'm fired up. I'm, I've, been, I've been holding all this energy for the whole week, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, Mark. I love it. Uh, what was the, the, the best uh, – like, what was the key strength, Jeff, you would say, for that Steelers victory? For that Steelers victory, I've got to go – I'm going to go with the pass rush. I'm going to go with the pass rush, not just T.J. Watt, uh, but Cam Hayward, man. Josh Allen could not step into his throws. Josh Allen had people at his feet, people hitting into him. He was just always having to run out of the pocket, always moving around. He never really got, you know, to take – to stand in the pocket, step forward, take those big shots downfield because when he can do that – he didn't kill you. But even when he scrambled, even when he scrambled out of the pocket, he couldn't scramble, reset, and throw. He was on the move and having to throw on the move. And I think we saw that with the Bills. They couldn't really get shots downfield. He couldn't hit them. 
because he had that noise around him, because he had that traffic, he 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 wasn't able to really do his throws. Uh, and that that's that was big for me. I think that was huge in the game. And for yourself, Tate, who was the the standout or the the key strength for that Steelers victory? That one and zero. You know, I'm gonna. I, I of course, like once again, I agree with what Jeffrey said, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Mike Tomlin, man. I mean, you know, he 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 had he had those the team ready. Him, you know, I, th- I think people take not Steeler fans take for granted, but people don't give enough credence to Tomlin as a coach and Ben as a leader. I mean, that was a, a tough game. That first half was we were trash. And you know, they they persevered, they stuck to it. You know, they, they just came in the second half, put on their hard hat, brought their lunch pail, and went to work and just kept working and kept working and kept working until we finally, you know, we finally cracked the rock and got a got a W. You know what though? Like, like I, I agree with you a little bit, they might have been trash, but would you not also agree that that uh, the Bills had to put up more points? Like 10-0 is not game ball. There is no way. I didn't feel too worried like in that game. Maybe if they scored 17-0, but we didn't play well, but it's the first week. I wasn't like, um, you know, some of those uh, fans that they run to the to the internet and type, uh, fire fire Tomlin. I'm not, I'm not that crowd. Right. So they're, all, oh, no. they're all worried, but... Um, and, and 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 I I agree with you. Maybe trash was a strong a strong word, but trash was associated with only the only the offense, offense you know? and special teams. <laughs> yeah, were just both. Yeah, because spe- special we teams. Return, return. We shanked a punt. The opening kickoff, yeah, they gave up that return. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. And big big press did shank a punt. I mean, all those things mm-hmm. played a factor. I mean, they they did really good and. Sutton had great coverage on that touchdown pass to put him up 10-0. I thought we were going going to have down 6-0. Mm, but you know, yeah. so like I said, just to stick to it and stick to it in this is where I'm at with him. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And it, imagine if that uh, kickoff return went back for a touchdown. Would we just all rip up our Steeler fan cards and say, well, the, the season's over? It would it would feel very different. But that defense played really well to to shut them out and to to be three and oh. So um, like if they come back in the second half and they score a touchdown 17-0, it's a different game. But I think like, exactly right, Tate. They stuck in there and they kept going. And, and um, I couldn't be more proud. This is this one of the, the one of the best victories I've seen in a very long time. And hopefully it continues into the, the 2-0. and But we have uh, a super chat from Dave. Uh, just a shout out. He says $5 here. So great group. I believe that's us. You know, the terrific trio right now. Uh, that was a joke. Not not sure what that means. Love the insight. Cool. Um, that's kind of hard to relate to because that could have been about five minutes ago. <laughs> but other than that, let's go into uh, Jeff. What do you think? We talk about their strengths, but you've got to go to the other side too. What was their biggest weakness um, in the Steelers uh, team in general? Biggest weakness? I'm 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 gonna go Ben Roethlisberger. And the reason I'm going Ben Roethlisberger isn't because Ben was necessarily terrible, but everyone played so well, right? So much of the team was playing really well. Buffalo was loading the box, daring us to run. They have – and people talk about that, but they also have really great man cover corners. They can press man and still cover you deep. So Buffalo trusts their cornerbacks to do that. What stood out to me as the biggest weakness in the Steelers until the end of the game was – Ben Roethlisberger unable to hit Najee Harris. Like, Harris is open, and you're just missing those throws. Uh, and he also had one where he led Claypool, like, like 
way too far, and Claypool's like diving, and he could have just put it on him like Claypool was open enough. Uh, so to me, Ben Roethlisberger, especially early, that was the big weakness to the game. And other than that, man, I don't have many. Uh, the offensive line, I think they did well for their age. I know the running the running game didn't go great, but uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ben missing some key easy throws being a big weakness for the Steelers in that game. And just before we get your thoughts, Tate, do you do you agree what Jeff is saying there with with maybe Ben being the biggest weakness, or do you have something different? Yeah, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't call him, call it a weakness. I, I'd say he was just rusty. I mean, what was he? He threw ten times in, under game situations in the preseason. He was like eight to ten against against Detroit, right? And so, you know, coming in, I think I think all that will clean itself up as we as we move along this first month of the season. Some of those throws he missed last week, he won't miss this week. Right. Okay. Yeah, for me, the the biggest weakness and it's I don't know if it's really a weakness or they just didn't get exploited that way. But I find that the middle linebacking group, maybe from what I saw and I watched it both times, uh, didn't really stand out too much. You didn't see big plays from from Bush or Schobert. Um, now, but I do have a lot of lot of praise for what they did in the the secondary and the, the cornerbacks, and that was really I think where the game was won too. So if they have any like any weakness, I would say there. But this game to me was so strong. Um, I agree with you, Jeff. I don't think there is too much of a weakness, and you've got to, you know, when they do great things, you've got to applaud them for that. Um, this was a good, you know, four point five out of, out of five game. This, this, is a, this is a gold star kind of moment. So. Um, Moving forward, though, from this game, Jeff, and you've done a lot of lot of film work, and you, you do it with um, from the cutting room floor as well. Um, what's the what's the big opportunity going forward? Where is something that you know you mentioned with Ben there that they missed um, Najee? Is that the is that the biggest opportunity going forward? Uh, I think I think we're gonna see, especially if teams are gonna keep putting numbers in the box, and like the Bills did, where they were right up. I mean, they, there were plays where there were ten guys within three yards of the line of scrimmage. You have to be able to beat that. And I think what we're going to see is a little bit more of the quick play action, like the the you know pistol formation where Ben doesn't really have to turn around or, or out of <clears throat> shotgun, some RPOs, where we can get tight ends involved, where we can get, you know, Chase Claypool on a slant, where we can, where we can get some people in some short, quick passes. Uh, ben obviously wasn't good on those in week one. But if we can if we can get those going, I think that is where we are set up to really excel right now with how teams are defending the Steelers. Like they're defending them like it's last season. Well, we can do better than that. Remember how many how many drop passes Ebron and Deontay Johnson had where they were they had catches and they just dropped them. Like those are all going to be available if, if Ben can hit them. Pat Fryerbooth, you know Claypool. Let's 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 get that going. Let's when we have Najee Harris slip out of the backfield, you know freaking hit him. And let's let's get some cheap yards that way. I think I'll that's where what, we missed out is we didn't get any of the cheap yards. I'll tell you what's fun about this chair being in the in the leading spot. I can change it up anytime I want. Uh Jeff, what is the, the opportunity going forward for the defense? For the defense? Man, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't I don't know what, what didn't they already do? Like that's, the uh, yeah, opportunity. I uh I I'll you know what I'll say? I'll say I want to see. Uh, what they continue to do with Minka Fitzpatrick. Because last year it was right. Terrell Edmonds who was moving in and moving in to, to difficult situations to solve problems. Like when they had a, a matchup mismatch, when they had some kind of problem, it was Terrell Edmonds solving it. That, that game, when they were having trouble with Cole Beasley, when they were having trouble with Stefan Diggs, 
they were moving Minka Fitzpatrick to that spot. And they were keeping Terrell Edmonds deep. So I'm very interested to see if they continue that with Minka, where Minka becomes kind of that problem solver position, or or if they, you know, kind of divert back and that was a one-week thing where they really saw, hey, this is this is something we can attack facing the Bills. That From, that's what I'll say I'm looking forward to going forward. From what I saw with uh what I saw with Minka, he was a missile. He was a missile. Yeah. He was all over the that ball. Uh, there was a few plays there where he ran right down into to the box that the running back was there, covered him. Uh, I believe he almost got a pick where he was really close around the area. Minka was, you know, free roaming. And, and, and you look back on some of the film too, and he can almost predict where that ball was going to go or where the play is going before it's even started. So it gives me – it's not Troy vibes, but it gives me a little bit of a Troy insight and in how – like for me, like the, the, the safety position is my favorite position. I, I just love the idea that you can scan the whole field and if you've got, you know, uh, 10 blokes on other guys and you have one or, you know, wherever you want to be matched up with, if you can figure out that quarterback where he's going to throw, there's not, not a better feeling than picking off a quarterback um, when that quarterback thinks I have a, a, a touchdown home run, let's, you know, go all the way to the end zone. Um, so Minka really showed up for us, I, I reckon. And it's going to be fun yeah. to see where they, they throw him around, if it's like, if it's slot, if it's cornerback, if it's, you know, safety. Um, and he's got that speed too where, you know, he's five, 10 yards away, but he can cover you. Like he's going to, he's that, that veteran guy is really growing into, um, you know, a really excellent player. Uh, Tate, the same question, but you can, you know, can choose anyone on the team. Um, well, on the, on the, on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I think if, if teams are going to keep playing eight, nine in the box, I think, I think whether, whether it's hit or miss, we got to take shots. We have to, we have to be there to let them know, okay. You know, we, we, Ben can and we will throw the ball down the field. You know, so I think I think more more shots, more more twenty yard air passes at least in the offense. I'd like to see, uh, like Jeffrey said, uh, Najee come out the backfield, maybe on some wheel routes, hit hit him deep. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I'd like to see that. Um, as far as the defense, what, what I think I liked is I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. Whether it's this week or next week, I'm looking forward to seeing the insertion of Carl Joseph and Witherspoon into the defense. I like what Trey Norwood has been able to do, but I think if you add some more experienced veterans to that defense, we can do even more. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, maybe maybe have Joseph back and and Minka bring Minka down and you know in, into the into the slot position. You know, and 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 just just Witherspoon's athleticism, his length and height out there on the field also. I, th I think it's just going to make us a better defense. So when those guys come back and Tui gets back, we're going to be loaded. Right. I love, the ball. Yeah. I love I love to hear that. Now, um, the last question in this little segment, uh, Jeff, what's the what's the big threat that you think that can be that teams can exploit uh the Steelers and something that we really need to work on otherwise we are losing 30 to nil or we are losing these games. What's something that we need to fix? Well, we're still seeing, in my opinion, we're still seeing Joe Schobert acclimate to this defense. Uh, it took Devin Bush a while to get used to Vince Williams. It took him a while to get used to Mark Barron when he first came in. Uh, last season, he only played with Vince Williams, and they, they were on the same page, and they were incredible together. So far early this season, they're not standing out. The linebackers, like you said, uh, Devin Bush looks fast. He looks healthy. That's the good news. But they weren't really – they didn't seem on the same page. There seemed to be a lot of late communication between them. And there seemed to be even some hesitance, especially from Joe Schobert. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like Joe Schobert is entirely comfortable in this defense yet, which is a good thing for the future. 
right? That's a good thing for when these guys get together. This is going to be even better. Uh, but right now, heading forward in the next couple of weeks, I, I would look for teams to go after Joe Schobert and Devin Bush and really test those inside linebackers, especially with some motions and some difficult coverage assignments. You know, try when you when you catch them in zone, throwing you know three different routes coming through their zone and, and let them sort it out and make sure that they know, you know, they they they're both on the same page. That's where I think you're going to see teams think they can attack the Steelers, and it's going to be interesting to see how those guys respond. And I think we could see it this week when you've got a Darren Waller and you've got uh, Kenya yeah. Drake's going to play. You know, you you can you can really attack the linebackers with those guys. Yeah, Darren Waller is uh, he's an amazing human. Uh, he's an amazing football player. Um, he's look, he's really fun to watch. So, and for us, we got to got to shut him down. But uh, Tate, anything that we can. You know, anything that, that that's a threat to the Steelers that can be exploited? Um, I think I, I don't disagree with Jeffrey. I think Schobert and Bush still still have a lot to show us. But I think I think their lack of production, let's call it, in, in last week's game was more because of gameplay. I mean, Buffalo mm. stretches you out four, four or five wide. So there, there, were, there wasn't a whole bunch of runs. There, we only blitzed two times. So, you know, like they just weren't always in the action. They were kind of just – Playing their zone, whether we heard their name or name or not, I, I think they I think they were a huge help in, in minimizing Stefan Diggs and that passing game just by playing their zones and being where they're supposed to be. I do I did see some of the miscommunication and stuff like that. Um, I think something I think just cohesion with the offensive line is something I say that we could be exploited on still just because of because you know we we have a young line inexperienced relatively. Uh, going against a veteran line with the with the Raiders with Crosby and Nassib and those guys, so you know if those guys run some stunts and things like that, I think we maybe that's a place we could be exploited at. But you know, I kind I still kind of like the way they played, and we're only gonna get we're gonna have to take our lumps. We're only gonna get better yeah. with reps <clears throat> and and in game you know in game experience. So it's just it's just part of the journey. The uh, for me, the only thing I can see that the Steelers get exploited. Is if teams teams tell the cornerbacks to jump into Frymuth's arms and let Frymuth take him to the stands and get flags all day, because that block by <laughs> that block, like that's that's a good, like, if I was if I was John Gruden, I don't know who the cornerback is. I don't care who it is. I say, mate, go cuddle him. And he'll take you to the to the bleachers, and there's 15 yards. There's a personal foul. Like, did you see that? Did you see that block? Yeah, yeah he he, next week. Push that dude straight into the straight into his teammates. Oh, it was at least ten yards out of bounds, and he took him all the way. Yeah. So, you know, you got to think logical in this game. You got to think, like, you know, like who can I, uh, who can I exploit? And it's really jump in Fry Move's arms, and he'll take you away like it's on your wedding day. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else we want to add to the game, or do we want to move into the Iron Heart Awards, which is our new segment? Yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Oh, well, you need to say Iron something. I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get ready. I'm trying to get ready. Say something. Say something. Ironheart it is. Steelers. <laughs> go. Here right, we go. go. <laughs> All right. All right. So, okay. Maddie, Maddie might do this better next week. But basically, this year, we're doing a thing called the Ironheart Awards. Um, BTSC is going to uh, all, all contrib- contribute to it. Me and Maddie will do, and I think we got about eight or nine in BTSC. So we have uh, that form there. But basically, the awards are—it's like an MVP. You know, like in the hockey when they give out three stars per the game. 
So we're, we're going to do that per every single game. We're going to give out three points, three, three being the best, uh, two being the second best, and one being, uh, you know, just the one star. So, and then at the end of the season, whoever gets the most points will be the Ironheart MVP of, of uh, mine and Maddie's thing. And also we have another award, like in, in the set of these awards, called the Manly Award, the most courageous player, the player that knocked somebody out, that went up there and got the ball. Um, didn't need to be on the stat sheet, but it's just that man, the manliness that we need as a steel football team. And then we'll go into coach of the week and our last one, like dunce of the week. Who was the, you know, maybe the worst player? So I'm going to start with, and, and Tate, you're new to this, but I'll, if you need help, we'll, we'll walk you through it. And, and uh, I'm, I probably need help too. But uh, Jeff, we'll start with you, mate. So who was your number uh, three? Who's the three points? Three points. My three-star player of the game. Mm-hmm. The captain, Cameron Hayward. The band dominated the middle of the line. You saw Josh Allen could not escape. The, the strip sack TJ Watt had, everyone saw it. TJ Watt's coming around the end. He's trying to step up. Cam Hayward took his opposite side hand, just reached over and was like, no, son, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Josh Allen turns around to come back. TJ Watt's up behind him, swats that ball out. That's Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward was doing that all game he is my number one player from that game he gets my three stars that's my dude cameron hayward that, that's awesome uh for yourself tate who would be your your three points the best player on the field you mean you mean af- after cam you can choose anyone <laughs> like no because, but, but no but because I, I agree with jeffrey i mean cam, cam, cam was the stud of the game i mean so but if, if, if i was picking somebody different next tier down I'd probably, I'd probably go uh, TJ. I go TJ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so TJ three points. We can all be the same. It doesn't, you know. We're all Steel fans. You can be Cam, Cam, Cam. Um, if there, if there was, you know, the possibility of um, giving Cam seven points, you probably would this game. Um, <laughs> right. But, but he, but he gets, he gets three points. My three points. Um, well, actually, we're going to Maddie's first. Maddie's away. I'll give him a shout out. Maddie's was Cam as well. But you, but you said it, Jeff. Cam was amazing. My three points this week was Deontay Johnson. Um, just for the pure fact that that touchdown catch was amazing, so I had to, I had to give him. He, he scored points for the that's team, legit. and that's and that's that's and, part and, of and, how they and, won. And he did that coming back to the scene of the crime where he played his worst game last year. Yep, where he he actually got yanked, and had to sit out. Yeah, so he was to, terrible to, in Buffalo to, last year. To, right to yeah. come back and be such a huge that's factor true. in Buffalo. That's a good point. Yeah. And he just yeah. – even on the screens, the screens look different this year compared to a few years ago when we used to go backwards on three or four yards. Um, he seemed very competitive, and he could go some other receivers too, but I like that catch. It gives you six points. It gives you seven points. Um, it's, mm-hmm. a big, it's a big milestone in the game. So um, here's my three. Moving into to the uh, number two, Jeffrey, who's the uh, – My number two, two was Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. He was there for the tough plays. He was there all game, man. It's crazy to me, but there are certain points of the game where you're like, okay, you can almost start to sense it now where it's like Ben's going to start going to Juju, and all of a sudden the the offense starts working. Like he's Mm -hmm. just that – Juju Smith-Schuster is that dude. He's not flashy. He's not the fastest. He's not – he's he's on TikTok, I guess. Maybe that's his flashiness. But when we go to him, the offense just works. So I'm making him my number two guy. Number two guy, Juju Smith-Schuster for staying with it and just being that dude when the offense needed something to get going. He's always, always there. Uh, yeah, I like that. What about yours, Tate? It can be Juju or it can be anyone else for two points. My, who was my, the second my, best player? 
I, I, I just I just piggyback and say that, that Juju is is this this generation's version of, of Heinz Ward. He's just that physical third down present. He's willing to, you know, to, to to lay a block on somebody. And you know, he's he's just he's just that guy on the football field. Maybe some of the things off the field we could do without, but he's that guy on the field. But my number two, I'm going I'm gonna give it to uh Trey Norwood. I really <laughs> I really I really like the way the kid performed, you know, with I mean, we all went into the game not having expect expectations of him because we didn't know he was going to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think he I think he came in for a first time starter and and really was a huge factor on the defense. And and he came and he was, you know, I, th- I think a, a lot of the knock on him during the preseason, he was real smart, good in coverage, but he wasn't physical. He was coming up to stop the runs and the receiver the receiver screens and things like that. So he even added physicality to his game this week. So my number two goes to Trey Norwood. I I do like that. I, any thoughts on that? Just quickly, Jeff, and the Trey Norwood, number two points? I'm going to save those thoughts. I'm going to save those thoughts. All right. All right. Oh, jeez, jeez, Louise. Uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, look, look this, is, this is a great segment. We're talking about so many players. Uh, my two points is for uh, TJ Watt. Uh, he's just outstanding, wasn't he? Just to see him him uh, rush the quarterback. And everyone talks about TJ, but the one thing I want to bring in this conversation, I just love how when TJ tackles, he feels like he's he feels like he's he's a bit he's really far away. And the next minute he's got his hands over him. And even when he dives at him, he still puts his hands out like he's all it's all over. Um, he's all over the quarterback. So my two points goes to, to TJ Watt, and we'll we'll move into our uh, you're number just, one. You're just straight up hating quarterbacks, aren't you, Marky? I, I love the defense. I've like I if you, if we if we couldn't play offense, I wouldn't even care. Just put the defense out there every time and see what happens. Just score points off that. Who, who should? Love it. The, actually, there was even times when you know when the the, the big Ben and Brown and the, all the receivers, you always knew they were going to score. So you didn't really, I didn't really watch you. Just like, oh wow, they're just going to score seven. And you know, I was always more keen to watch Troy and James Harrison off the edge and 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 yeah. take someone take someone's soul away, like uh like uh, Ike says, but. Uh, Who's your number one point? I got a feeling I know it is. It could be the same, 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 same as mine. Mine is Trey Norwood. That's why I saved my points. Trey Norwood, the dude, <laughs> seventh round pick rookie. His first NFL game, he's starting. He's playing eighty percent of the snaps. He's playing free safety. He's playing cornerback. He did some like dime craziness. He's all over the place, and all he did was play good. Now. Given they, he's my number. He's only my number one star because they did have to give him help. Which I mean, come on. Like, dude, most everyone needs help. Cam Sutton got help. You know, they helped Joe Hayden from time to time. Uh, but Trey Norwood, man, what a first oh. game in the NFL. What a crazy, crazy day to have that. That was awesome. Love that kid. What about uh, your one point there, Tate? My one point, and I think it speaks to just the, the draft we had this year, because I'm going to go to another rookie, and I'm going to go to Najee Harris. I mean, you know, it's not. It, 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 it wasn't the. It wasn't the productions. I mean, it wasn't the production. Not the numbers in the production, but it's just him being part of the process, being out there on the field. He played 100% of the snaps, 16 rushes. He had all all, all the rushing carries outside of the the jet sweep to uh, Claypool, and you know, he's just he's just a factor in, into a defense has to has to focus on him, has to key on him. So he opens up mm-hmm. other things for other people. And I actually anticipate a bigger game for him this week, um, you know, because just they'll be at home, so it won't be as as raucous a crowd when the offense is on the field. They'll get to communicate better. I think things will just be cleaner this week, and we have a bigger game. But 
Najee Harris gets my number one point. Yeah, Rod, uh, solid in blocking too. He was he was a good blocker that game. We uh we're getting so far up. I forgot, I forgot about Maddie's second point. So Maddie's second point was uh, Miles Killebrew. Fantastic! That another guy oh, that yeah. that blocked the punt and it caused points. So you have to give that guy uh, appreciation for that. Uh, Maddie's uh, number one point was to DJ again. Fantastic player, and we went through him before. Um, scored the touchdown. So uh, and finally, I, I agree with you, Jeff. This is the this is the guy when I was trying to work out these these points the last few days. Um, who was first, uh, second, and third? Um, Trey Norwood. You know, people talk about Cam, Cam, Cameron Sutton, but Trey Norwood for me is my number one point. Uh, and he deserves it. He could almost really push for two. He he, watching the start of the game, he he the way he tackled and he was like he was so fired up and he I think he was mentally ready um, for this game. Would would you agree, Jeff, that he come out and he had his, his his X's and O's all crossed over? Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was mental. He was in the right spots. He was doing the right things. Uh, there was a few plays you're like you'd like to see him be a little quicker, and I think that'll mm. come. But for him to be where he is now. That's that's an incredible amount of growth just for just over the course of the offseason. But also, it's a great job by the Steelers. I pointed this out when they drafted Trey Norwood, that they drafted a guy who played, who who his role in, in the defense in college was stuff we already do, right? So I had him pegged as a dime player because that's what he was already doing. What we did with Cameron Sutton last year is largely what Trey Norwood did in college. For him to make the growth to nickel, to be the nickelback, that is impressive to me. And I expected him to really struggle, and he did not at all. So that's that's what's impressive to me is he he took what he'd already learned, but then he added positions to that. That's, well, yeah, that's he, phenomenal he, for him. He, he 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 essentially he essentially was that Swiss Swiss Army knife like Tomlin uh, coined him yeah. at Oklahoma, just like Cam Sutton was in Tennessee when he was in college. And mm-hmm. I think and I think when you look at our rookies, I think you know although they're rookies, they're all from from kind of like big programs. And so the, the lights weren't too bright. You got, you know, Trey Norwood playing in the big 12. Oklahoma has been to the college football playoffs a time or two. You got Najee Harris. We know he goes every when they went every year at Alabama, Pat Fryermuth. I mean, just all these guys are from big time programs and they're coming in playing a big time role in game one, year one for the Steelers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Well, that's that, that. That's our um, you know, Iron Heart Awards, and we give it that points there. So every week we're going to get a total. Now I didn't. We, we'll try and get you involved in this uh, two tate as well in, in uh, the, the next week on the on the spreadsheet and stuff like that. However, um, as a collective uh, BTSC group here, we've given um, third place goes to Miles Kilbrew and Deontay with five points. Would you gentlemen agree with that? That's solid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Second place goes to TJ Watt with eight points um, as a collective. And our number one, who do you think our number one is this week? With Cam 12 Hayward. points. It's Cam. Cam, Cam Hayward. Hayward, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, even though Cam I didn't Hayward. vote for him, as a, as a collective and over, I think about 10, uh, 10 staff are doing this at the moment. Um, we ha- He has 12 points, so he's in the running. And I think even me and Maddie want to try and put something together at the end of the year. And whoever does win, we're going to find it at their PO box and send them an Aussie boomerang or something. We're going to, we're going to send them. We'll send them a jersey. I don't know. I don't know what they need. Uh, maybe they need a tea towel with the Sydney Harbour Bridge on it, something like that. Surely they haven't got that, so we're going to want to send them with that. Um, but with that being said, I think we're going to end the first half as I do my notes here, like I'm at the office or something like that. Um, that was a great first half. We're going to push into into the second half, guys. Stick around. 
Um, if you're on Spotify or all the audio platforms, you know, download part one and then go into to part two next because we're going we're gonna to go into uh, the Manly Award, which we're going to give out, the Coach of the Week, um, uh, Dunce of the Week, and also Slinging the Slang. So stick around. Just hang, hang tight for like five seconds. for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.